want to uh, just take a minute to welcome you to the Firehouse Church and, and thank you for joining us on this Palm Sunday. So if you, uh, if you happen to receive one of the, the palm fronds on your way in, go ahead and strike the person next to you with that a few times. If you, no, I'm just joking. I think those are mostly for Sunday school and I'm positive that'll be happening there. So, um, but anyways, thanks again for joining us. My name's Rich. I'm one of the pastors here at the Firehouse. Um, we are going to talk about some of the significance behind Palm Sunday this morning here. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll jump into, uh, into talking about that. So if you guys would, let's just, uh, let's just bow our heads and, and pray one more time this morning. Well, Lord Jesus, we do just thank you for this day. Um, Lord, we thank you that this is the day that you've made and, and we can be glad and rejoice in it. Lord, we thank you for bringing us together um, this morning and just ask that you would meet with us here. Lord, I pray as we look at some of these verses and, and remember some of the events that have been recorded for us, that you would help us to understand their significance and, and even how they might relate to us today. God, I thank you that you know each one of our lives, you know, down to very intimate details going on in our hearts, and, and even this past week, and even this morning. And God, I pray you'd meet us right where we are this morning, and that uh, you'd speak to us. And we just ask this um, by your grace, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so a um, couple things here to get started. Um, um, one of the things I like about uh, this this season, Palm Sunday, Easter Sundays next week here, is that um, you know it's uh, well, it's a it's a time of year that you can. Um, I, I wish I had. I was going to ask somebody here. I don't know if any of you, if you have it, maybe bring it next week. But I was trying to find one of those. Um, it's kind of for your earth science class or something like that. But it has, uh, it has like the sun in the middle of it. And it's got the earth sticking out from there. And then it's got the moon sticking out from the earth. And, and as you spin the thing around, you know, the moon goes around the earth as the earth goes around the sun. Any one of you own one of those perhaps? Oh yeah, well that's me neither, but um, I understand. I, we, we don't need one of those. But one of the neat things that, that I really enjoy every year when we talk about things like Palm Sunday and Easter is that if you take one of those and, and you start just, you know, if you could imagine winding it backwards, winding that backwards in time, you know, the, the earth going around the sun and, and the number of times the moon would have to go around the earth. And if you, you just continue to wind that backwards in time and you took that back 1,000, 1,981 years, it would bring you to that, that day um, when it first played out. The very first Palm Sunday, if you will, it wasn't called that then. The very first Easter, it wasn't called that back then either. But it's just awesome to be able to, to know that this is an actual historical event that we have recorded for us, that we remember, that we celebrate. And one of the cool things, sometimes, I don't, if you're like me, I wonder why, why does Easter, why does the date jump around? Why can't it just be pretty straightforward like December 25th? You know, let's just celebrate one day. And, you know, there's a lot of probably different formulas out there if you Google it, which don't do that during the service, please. I'll be watching you, Alan. Yes, you're looking up. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of different formulas and things like that. But, you know, we know the reality is that um, 
It's tied into the Passover celebration. You know, when it first played out in Jerusalem, there were, they were celebrating the Passover. And the Passover is tied to um, the phases of the moon. When there's, a, you know, the different cycles of the moon is what the, those Jewish holidays, especially Passover, are tied to that. And so you can kind of tell when the holiday is going to occur based on uh, when it is in the spring, when that full moon occurs. Usually it's after the uh, spring uh, equinox. And so, and that's why it's showing up this week here. But it's, uh, I just think it's, it's cool that you, you just can go back in time. You know, boy, can you imagine what it would have been like that first, that very first time it played out. And so we're going to take a look at that. There's some other things going on. Some of you might have seen this. Um, let's see, we've got some handouts being out, passed out there as well. You know, another thing I want to mention before I forget, I forgot this last week, but next week is... Uh, Easter Sunday, right? Um, and so, but we have a few flyers. We saved a few flyers. Um, we passed out probably over 2,000 of these in our neighborhood. Some of you might have received them. But we saved a few for you and I to pass out personally to people. And so I'd like to circulate these around the room as well. If you want to grab a couple just to take to a coworker or take to one of your neighbors um, and, and personally invite them, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Let me give these to a couple of these guys here, some volunteer helpers here. Or, um, so, anyways, feel free to grab one of those. I actually took my family this week. We started uh, going uh, to our neighbors and just, I hauled the whole posse there and uh, we came to the doorstep and just said, hey, we'd love to invite you guys to the Easter service coming up at our church. And so, we got about half of our, our block done. We got another half to go. But I encourage you, if you get a chance, you know, invite someone. Um, uh, you may be commuting from a certain distance, but on Easter, I think people will... Maybe uh, commute with you there um, for, for that weekend. But anyways, um, let's see here. I do want to talk about this. Some of you might have seen this latest, um, latest thing to come across the wire here. Anyone recognize this? It's a moon. It's an eclipse. It's what is known as a, a blood moon. You might check some articles out there. This is now trending uh, on the internet. Uh, I think I found this on CNN.com or something. There's just an article that's talking about as these, uh, these events, this, this Passover um, and the full moon associated with this current Passover where we celebrate Easter and stuff, there's, the moon is what's called, and you might have already heard this, but it's called a... Um, a blood moon. There's a there's going to be a lunar eclipse that occurs during this time, and it's when the uh, Earth casts a shadow on the moon. And in this sort of uh, circumstances, it, it causes the moon to look uh, blood red, a coppery red. Um, I think one of the things that they say is significant is that it's you know lunar eclipses. We get a couple of them a year, I believe it is, and in a a blood moon is, is really not terribly uncommon either. But what they say is happening this time around is the next several lunar eclipses that will occur, the next four in a row, will be of this type called uh, a blood moon, where there will be a, an eclipse that causes this coppery color from different circumstances going on in the, in the atmosphere and the position of the moon and the, the sun and the, in our planet, obviously. But they say it's kind of like the idea of if you're playing cards, you're playing Texas Hold'em or something. I've never played that before, but uh, I hear that when you get four of a kind, it's a good thing. Um, and, uh, but this is kind of like getting a four of a kind with, uh, with lunar eclipses being this blood moon sort. 
This morning we want to talk about some significant prophetic events that we're going to predict at the Firehouse Church. No, I'm just joking, just joking. If you're new with us, we're not making any predictions. we got no dates. Um, this is trending. I would tend to think, you know... Uh, Boy, that's pretty cool. I love space. I love astronomy. I don't know that there's anything that's uh, hedged off of these blood-red moons that are going to be happening here. There's people that have written articles about in the history of Israel when these blood-red moons have occurred. There have been significant events in Israel's history, and there's people writing articles about it and things like that. You can read it for fun. I would say, um, you know, one of the things we do know is that there's a full moon marking this coming Passover celebration, which our uh, Easter celebration is, is based off of. And that, that we do know. Other things you can speculate on. I do uh, monitor some different things. I've got the, what is it, USGS puts out a, a regular earthquake update. And so there has been a lot of earthquake activity over the last month or so here. I can attest to that, but I'm still not making any predictions here. So, um, But anyways, what we, we do want to just talk about is we're going to read a... A passage this morning from Luke. You know, each of the Gospels contains an account of when this first played out. Back uh, when Jesus rode into Jerusalem um, on a donkey and was fulfilled some prophecy as, as it, that played out. So we're going to take a look at that this morning. We're going to read the passage from Luke. And one of the things I, I want to just draw our attention to as, as we do that, you'll see it, I think it's on your blank as well. Let me scoot past the blood red moon. There we go. Um, Actually, back up one. I'll back up one from. Let's go back to the blood red moon. All right. You know, um, one of the the theme of this morning. I'd like you to catch, and it's on your form if you got a handout. But as I was praying about God, what do you?